Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Keep Driving a Left Field podcast. My name is Jack, otherwise known as LOE Nerds on Instagram. Uh, I'm here with my co host, Ryan Garcia, otherwise known as Yankee Stat Talk on YouTube. We're joined by a special guest today, David, otherwise known as the Ray Zone on Twitter. He also admins the Instagram account at nfl.nerds on Instagram with myself and Ryan. In today's podcast, we're going to be talking about the Rays' ownership and lack of spending because David is a Rays fan. We want to hear his insight on that. I'm sure he's kind of frustrated. We'll have to see from him. Uh, we'll be going over our top 10 center fielders, which is going to be interesting. I think we all have pretty different lists. Uh, and we'll be doing trivia, and I'm winning a lot by a lot in trivia. So that, that'll be fun for me. Not for long. Um, let's get into it. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. Thank you to Relevant again for sponsoring today's podcast. Relevant's the best social networking app out there. If you didn't know about it, it allows people to connect over one interest and it builds a nice community. Uh, there are chat rooms. You can go on a group call. You can do presentations. And it's the best way for you to connect with your fellow peers over a common interest. Make sure to visit the link in our bio at Deep Drive Pod or at MLB Nerds. You can visit the link there and join the MLB Fanatics uh, and our podcast vibe, Deep Drive Pod, over on Relevant. A big thank you again for, to Relevant for sponsoring today's podcast. Today's podcast, we're going to be talking about the Rays, uh, particularly the lack of spending from ownership. I think we call him Stu. I'm not entirely sure his full name is. Uh, David calls him Stu. I call him Stu. Uh, like I was saying before, the race spends zero money. And David, what are your like? What are your thoughts? Well, why do you think Stu just doesn't want to spend any money? You think he's just cheap? Do you because this this team, the Rays, could legitimately end up making more money if they make the playoffs, if they win the World Series, uh, and they could really compete every year with a higher budget. So, so David, why do you think uh, Stu doesn't let the Neander and the team spend any money? Well, I think you're absolutely right on that, Jack. Definitely. Uh, you look at the 2020 uh, roster and how it was prepared and definitely you didn't have to really like cut payroll this season. You could have kept the majority of the pieces. It was still at a pretty affordable uh, payroll budget. And at the end of the day, um, I don't think several of the moves they made were completely necessary to be quite honest. Um, I definitely think that Stuart Sternberg is his full name, by the way. I don't think he's, I don't think he's, um, we'll just say he's not a good owner. He's not, uh, he's definitely hasn't lived up to the standards that he put to himself when he came here and when he bought the race back in 0708, I believe. And he promised the city a new stadium. It has been more than 10 years now, and we still haven't gotten a new stadium. We still play at what many people believe is the worst stadium in baseball. And I can definitely understand that argument. And not only has he, you know, not brought us that new stadium, he's also kind of never given us a, a, a real budget. This team has never in their franchise history, I believe, had a payroll over a hundred million. It's always been under. And at this rate, I don't think it'll ever change. Uh, he's still not good with the stadium. You know, he's making that split city proposal with Montreal. I don't like it at all. I think it's absolutely uh, disrespectful to the fan base here. Uh, the idea of splitting a team of two cities as it doesn't go well. I don't think that's how a, a baseball team should be run. I think it should be a, a team that stays in one city for its entire franchise, unless a, you know, a situation occurs where they need to move, but you do not, I don't think splitting a city is a good idea. I know players weren't fans of it. I know that fans aren't, they don't want to see this team leave for 82 games. They want to, they don't come to the games, but the ones that do, they don't want to see the team leave. So it's, it's definitely something that's been frustrating for fans like myself and many others uh, to see that even after a American league pennant, nothing changes with him. And he's at this rate, I don't think the Rays are ever going to really spend big unless a new owner gets put in charge. What do you think about the idea of a salary floor for not just the Rays, but for all teams that spend uh, any, well, obviously all teams spend money, uh, but for all teams, what are your ideas? What, what do you think about a potential salary floor situation with zero cap? Maybe there is a hard cap. Maybe there is the, the luxury tax that, that remains, but what are your thoughts on a potential salary floor? 
Well, I think it can be beneficial and also unbeneficial in some ways. Um, of course, some teams can win without spending money. The athletics and the race have been able to show that tremendously. Uh, there's also some teams that don't want to spend and it's not their intention to spend. You got the Pirates and the Orioles who aren't really looking to make any big moves. And at the end of the day, it could be something they want to add to. But I think a salary floor is definitely necessary if they want to increase the way teams run things. You know, I think if you give a team like Tampa or Oakland a salary floor of, let's say, maybe like 100 million, that'll help them tremendously because their payroll right now is just so low. And if you give them more opportunities and, a, and like, okay, you have this much to spend. And if you don't, you're going to be penalized. That'll kind of wake up the ownership and say, you know what, we can't keep doing this. We're going to have to make some difficult decisions and things like that. And at the end of the day, I think sometimes it can be a bit overused. I think when you have a, a limit, uh, obviously you'll reach it, but you know, I think the luxury tax is definitely something that we need because there should be a limit to how much a team can spend because you can't go around, you know, having teams spending almost, you know, $300 million for a team. That shouldn't be allowed in my right opinion. On. What if teams can afford it? And at the end of the day, it's good for baseball. The more money people spend, the more money you're putting into the game and your product, the more money you're probably going to get out of it. So what's wrong with spending that kind of money? I, I, I'm, I'm curious because I'm someone who, you know, I'm a Yankees fan, so maybe it's a bit different for me. Yeah. Obviously, I think that whatever money they want to spend, basically. Actually, never mind. They're luxury tax, luxury tax champions. Um, <laughs> but, you know, Congratulations. that last season there, this season. Um, but they spend a fuck ton of money. And I'm, I'm wondering why you'd say uh, the, the team shouldn't spend as much as they possibly can. Well, I don't think that. I don't think that it shouldn't be a bad, it's not a bad thing per se, but I think to a certain degree, it can get a bit out of control. And I think at some point, some, someone is going to have to say, we have to maybe control this a bit better. Um, I think that I'm definitely all for a, a salary limit, a, a luxury tax cap is, I think that's perfectly fine. Um, I do believe that it's at, at certain uh, degrees and to a certain point, you're going to have to be able to, control a team you know I know that your idea of okay if there's no limit you can spend however much you want but that doesn't change the fact that there will always be other teams with more money regardless and if you let them spend however much they want I guarantee you there will be some team that spends nearly like 400 500 mil on one season so and you have like the Rays who at most probably can only spend like 150. So at the end of the day, if there is no limit, it can get a bit out of control at certain points. But I do think that I understand what you're saying where it's like, okay, I don't think there should be a limit, but I think it's important that there is just to make it more kind of fair for everyone else. And at the end of the day, it keeps it, it keeps it fair for the teams that don't want to spend and for the teams that kind of can't spend per se. Well, then, then why, why shouldn't my, – my thing is more like if the owners aren't willing to spend as much money as possible, I'm sure there are other people out there who are. And, you know, why are these people like Stu who are so incredibly cheap, uh, why are they owners to begin with? So I'm, I think my, my sort of idea or plan is more to, to phase out those owners that are not willing to spend any money by making them spend that kind of money, you know? And, you know, if they want to spend that kind of money, great. They're spending that kind of money. But uh, if they're not, then then they should just not be a fucking owner, you know? I absolutely agree with you on that. And I do think that that's how most owners should start looking at, you know, baseball now. Because we're getting into a point in this uh, sport where players are starting to get paid. We saw Tatis get a massive 14-year extension. The last several years, we've seen players get hefty extensions with hefty budgets. And I think this is beginning to kind of get a wake-up call to help the future is going to look for this sport you know players eventually players will be making a lot more than they are now in like five or ten years and I think if own if we're going to continue to have owners that don't want to spend or they don't have the they don't they don't really have enough to spend then maybe it's time they you know sell the team we saw it uh, recently with the Royals and I believe their owner recently sold their team uh I remember he bought the team for around 96 million and he ended up selling for a billion. So, you know, owners are going to make more money 
for by selling the team than how much they spent to get the team. And I think Stu will definitely, he'll get money for this team. Someone will definitely want this team. I don't know who, but I really, I really think that if these owners don't want to really add to the team at all, and they don't want to help out the team with their own ability of giving them the money, then maybe they shouldn't own the team to begin with. And I think that's, that case can be made for several teams in the league right now. And uh, I know this has been mainly just a dialogue between me and David, but Ryan, do you have anything to say before we play this <laughs> part? Sorry, I haven't really um, No, it's all good. Uh, what I was going to say was I, I feel as if at, at least for owners, um, I, I feel like they can, they, the standard for them is always going to be held lower also, because remember they do uh, choose the commit. They do kind of approve of the commission. They pay, do they pay his salary? I'm pretty sure they do. Or do they? Or they negotiate the contract at least. Um, where so he's going to always try to play towards the owners. Uh, he's the commissioner's always going to play play more towards the owners than he will towards players. And again, uh, as long as Manfred keeps making them a ton of money, you know they're going to be in favor of him. And and he knows that they're going to that he can keep job security is being in favor with the owners. And if he makes the owners spend more with like a Lug, a, not a luxury floor, a salary floor, then he's probably going to fall out of favor with some owners, guys like Stu, uh, the A's owner, John J. Fisher, um, teams who really don't want to spend that much. Um, you're going to, you're going to fall out of favor because the, the mentality for a lot of teams that are bad, I, I wouldn't consider the Rays and the A's in this tier because they're not, they're, they're still trying to compete for a playoff spot. And I think they are definitely in competition for a playoff spot. Uh, teams more like the Pirates, they don't want, they don't want to be spending money on a bad product. Like they, they, they want to make as much of a profit as they can, knowing because they're not going to have the attendance. They're not, they don't have stars and have good players they have a terrible team, yada, yada, yada. Um, you know, situations like that, you know, those type of owners are not going to want to sign on, sign off on a salary floor. So it's it, as long as the commissioner wants to keep playing to the owner's hands, which he always will, uh, situation with owners are not really going to change for a while. And I don't expect them to change for a while. The next time on today's podcast, we have our standard field list. We'll do this as we usually do it. I'll go first, then Ryan, and then James, and then Jackson, and then David at each position. Uh, this is going to be a bit interesting because I think all of us have pretty different lists uh, besides the top three, unless the top three is messed up. I could definitely see James messing up the top three. Uh, you know what? You know what? I was, real, I was really close to putting Springer head balance, right, but well, I didn't. I, I might not be mentioning that, whatever. Uh, anyways, let's get started here. At number 10, I have... Center fielder for the San Diego Padres, Trent Grisham. Uh, Ryan? At number 10, I have these outfielders. What? Fuck what? you. Oh, fuck oh, fuck oh you. Uh, my bad. Uh, Aaron Hicks is at number 10. Aaron Hicks, okay. Uh. You know what? You, c- you We were arguing all day about how high X should be, and I have him way higher. I have Harrison Bader at 10. Jackson? I have Byron Buxton. And David. I have Ian Happ at 10. At number nine, I have Oakland Athletics, regression tour coming 2021. Center fielder, Ramon Laureano. Oh, bad pick. Ooh. That's a hor- That's a horrible pick. Ryan, you're up. Did, wait, save it. Just, just save it. Let us. <laughs> at number nine, I have Brandon Nimmo of the best team in the NL East. What? Are, like, guys... Sorry. Okay. He can't defend. Ooh. At number nine, I have uh, Starling Marte of the Miami Marlins. I also have Starling Marte at number nine. Uh, number nine, I got Aaron Hicks of the Yankees. At number eight, I have Miami Marlins center fielder Starling Marte. I have Luis Robert of the second best team in the, of the, Robert. In the Central. Robert, whatever, Robert. whatever. You know what I meant. At number eight, I have Trent Grisham of the San Diego Padres. I also have Trent Grisham. And I also have Trent Grisham. At number seven, I have Milwaukee's Milwaukee, Milwaukee Brewers center fielder, Lorenzo Kane. Wasn't he at nine on your post? I fu- I switched up my entire list because you guys. Yeah, that post was from a while ago. So. That post was terrible. Shut up. Uh, Nick, you no, make a long post next time. That was like in November, Ryan. though. Shut up. All right. Ryan, I have, not you, David. You're good. Ryan, go ahead. I have, I have Trent Grisham with the San Diego Fraud race. They're not actually. Uh, we're at seven. Yeah, we're at seven. I have Aaron Hicks of the Yankees. James and I list continue to be very similar. I have Aaron Hicks of the worst team in the AL. Right, I already, I already know someone's gonna yell, but uh, number seven, I got Harrison Bader. Oh Jesus! Cardinals. 
I just, I have why do we not drug test our guests? No, I, have, I, have, I have Minnesota Timberwolves. Fuck, not Timberwolves. Timberwolves. Fun fact, Buxton is the 13th best center fielder in the league. Fun fact, I didn't ask. Just wait. Wait your turn. Ryan, who's six? Uh, I had nine center fielders on my list. <laughs> Why? All right, well, Ryan. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I can't count, bro. Yeah, no, I have nine. All right, so are so are you missing? You're missing. Obviously, you're not missing then. Trout, Bellinger, Springer, Loriano, Kane, Nemo. No, no, no. Uh, just throw Buxton. James for reading. Throw Buxton at ten. Just buck. Just throw Buxton <laughs> for me at ten. Throw Buxton at ten. Well, now Ryan that means I have to go eight. update every single one of your guys. Yeah, okay. You have Grisham at six now. Uh, yeah, it's Grisham okay. at six. Yeah. at six. Uh, James. Uh, I have Nemo at six. And Jackson. I have Nemo at six. And I have Nemo at six. At number five, I have New York Yankee center fielder Aaron Hicks. Uh, at number five, I have future New York Met Lorenzo Kane. Um, at number five, I have Milwaukee Brewer Lorenzo Kane. I have, yeah, Lorenzo Kane out. Going on. Wait a minute. Time out. Time. Out. N- never mind. Go ahead. You Kane? You said Kane? Yeah, yeah. All right. And I David. I also have Lorenzo Kane. All right. Number four, I have New York Mets center fielder, future New York Mets left fielder, but for now center fielder. Brandon, I love to Nimmo. I wasn't going to finish that. That'd be bad to finish. Okay. You're up. I have. Uh, Loriano of the Oakland Athletics. I also have Ramon Loriano of the Oakland Athletics. Yeah, I got him too. I have him also. Jackson, I have the same list. Besides At that. number three, oh. I have Toronto Blue Jays center fielder George Springer. Uh, I, Georgie Springer. I think we all do, right? I, think, I don't think we need I to go around the room for this. Yeah, one. Springer, Ballinger, and uh, Tim right. Sam. Everyone has the same three. All right. Wait, wait. So, Oh, thought... by the way, Jack, what? who was your number 10? I missed that. It was Grisham, right? I had uh, Grisham. Uh, I just really am curious as to why you guys have Loriano so high. Uh, he's he's, good. he's He is good. Why? If, Ryan, he's good at the game of baseball. I know you love your steamer projections. Yeah. And he's projecting I think they're wrong on this. Uh, but I think they're wrong on this. You I think, think that I think they're wrong. Why do you think they're wrong? Uh, well, I think they're wrong because I think they wait. I I think in this case, I, I don't know why they ra- they're ranking him so low. I, I I just think they're wrong on this one. I, I don't have. I, I think they're wrong on this one, and you I also think that is no, that consistent to, no, no. to say they're wrong no, this time or right every wrong. I said they're I said they're wrong in terms of his total value because I don't think Steamer should be reliable for. Well, I'm not looking at war. I'm looking at straight up hitting because. But when as a center field defense matters, and I think well, he's not. No, 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 no. Hear me out. First of all, he's not like an elite defender. Uh, I, let me look. No, at this he's, he's like an average. He's not. He's an average defender. He's an I average have numbers. Average. I have numbers his in front OAA of me. OAA is really bad. Hold on. Let me. Let me he's, oh, I think it is exact OAA, but it was very not good. And his arm kind of is well. Uh, I'm sorry, I, average. I don't have arm written down, but for Loriano's OAA, I have negative two since 2018. And I have so four, I, 4.0 UZR and four DRS. The issue right, is that's heavily weighed down by 2019. 2019 was his only bad defensive year ever. So I think more of an outlier. But then there. You but that's also the year he played. Oh, and if you want to ignore seasons, then why are you not ignoring Aaron Hicks in 2019? Because well, he was hurt. Wait, wait, wait. I don't get it. No, no, I said I'm so. I saw year. No, I'm not. I'm not knocking Hicks for his offense. He's a very good hitter. I'm locking Hicks for being a really, really bad defender and having okay, he wasn't. So you, so you think he's a really, really bad defender? All right. Yes, because he's getting worse defensively, and he's that's his fair. You don't think you think he'll be consistently like a negative? Because what was he last season? He was really, really bad. Yes, season I think he was also not very good. He, to be fair, he was injured. In 2018, he wasn't very good as well. 2018, he was not very good. But you also have to consider that Hicks literally missed zero games after coming back from Tommy John surgery, and I think that definitely had something to do with it. Right, but uh, 2018, what happened? I'm not saying that. No, 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 no. I'm no, no. Like 20, 2019 and 2020, he was a lot worse than 2018, right? Yeah. So what I'm mainly saying is like he's probably gonna still be below average defender. I, I do miss Prime Hicks defensively. He was really good. Same. Uh, but I, I think he's gonna be closer to that like negative four, negative five 
range. I don't think he's necessarily 2019, 2020 defender. And we'll, we'll only, we'll have to see. I, I could, I see what you're saying. And I understand why it's hard to project defense uh, because that's a lot uh, easier to, I'd say, improve on, especially in the outfield relative to something like hitting. It's a lot easier to project, which is why I don't use steamer war. Uh, I don't like, you know, war in general, death, is not you know great the, the defense they add in there for F four because it you know it's UZR uh, based so uh, well let's get for outfielders yeah. and you've admitted that I'm think I'm not a big UZR fan just in general because it, it well defense you know, fuck fuck defense well, what are you a fan you're not a fan of OA yeah you have like, what, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, you have to pick one it's one, one, one or the other at least I mean you don't even have OAA on all your posts so I mean I will say I do look at OAA for pretty much everybody I mean I know it's harder to like compile everything well to be fair I also convinced me on him hang on I also don't like as for like my post I don't use like I, I just straight up take 2018 to 2020 stats. I don't, you know, do the math right. on every single stat. So like I, I'm not, and like, I'm not just looking at 2018 and 2020 equally in that sense. You know, I will say this: he definitely convinced me on Loriano there because I didn't know how his defense was not that great. So I would definitely knock him down a peg. Actually, but his yeah. offense is but his offense is so much better. Yeah, than but no, 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 time out, time out. Yeah. But there All is, right. but he was right. bad. His 2019 offense was bad. We also about Hicks having a two two. 268, I'm pretty sure, batting average on balls in play in 2018, where he was a ridiculous. But he's hitter. being consistently bad because he keeps hitting into the shift because he can't avoid the shift. He keeps hitting into the shift, so that his bat is going to be. Low. Think his BABIP is always low, yeah, though. That's not unlucky. Well, that's not Hicks's no, no. problem. His BABIP. You don't think at all. You don't think he can possibly you know, improve it? Because yeah, yeah, I think. Well, I mean, considering that he's never had a BABIP above 300 in his entire career, well, I'm saying, no, I would I'm say no. Get over 300. I'm saying you don't think the projections. For Hicks are, are better than than Lori. You don't think you're not only considering those projections? No, not no. Well, I mean, I would I would say the projections are actually generous to him, considering that he's got he's a projected two seventy three Babbitt. I uh, will say this. I will say this. Jack convinced me a lot on Loriano. I would knock him right. down a whole a whole peg. I'm not. I would I would actually put him, looking back on. It, I would put him at yeah. I would, I would I would move him all the way down to. He's well, good as Hicks. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing that on on the, on the numbers here, but like yeah, on, he's on, on also got to consider with Hicks. Also, he is a career twenty percent. No, career twelve percent walk percent. Last year was about twenty percent. Obviously, shortened season over the past three seasons. He's at a fifteen uh, percent walk percentage. That plate discipline's not going to go away. Uh, so his if offense is not going to regress too much. It will probably regress, well, I mean, regress a little bit. Very, but like, it's not. He's definitely he's definitely just as good as. Loriano. Yeah, he definitely doesn't, but just as good as Loriano, in my eyes. But I, I think that's, you. That's sort of what. That's sort of what it is in in terms of um, in terms of sustainability walks matter a lot just because play discipline doesn't go away he actually Lorena actually walked a lot more than i thought in 2020 but he wasn't a very good hitter it's because he, he swung like eight percent less yeah he was kind of kind of not great last year uh okay well even then loriano among all these center fielders that i have listed here is seventh or no no, no sixth in wrc plus the four above him uh no he's not i have him yeah, at 122 i i have Loriano 122 and Hicks at 121 since 2018. And that's, well, why, why that's is the same difference between Hicks and Loriano when their defense? Yeah, no, I, I their defense like, is very different. Like, very different. It's really not that different. Like, like okay, these are all per 150, but, um, or per 150, which is really 1350. In 2019, I'm not talking about in 2019. 2018 to 2020, Hicks per 150 is an Hicks is negative 6.6 OAA. Negative eleven point three DRS and negative two UZR, and then Loriano is negative one point five uh, OAA and then positive three DRS and UZR. So, okay, uh, and yeah. also Hicks has a uh, Hicks's arm in twenty nineteen showed to be negative because you know it was not very good in twenty eighteen. Well, it doesn't Loriano like maybe this is Lor- just no, from Lor- highlights Lor- that I've seen, but Loriano has like an elite arm. Lor- no, I'm, I'm mainly saying if you're considering if you're saying Loriano is a slightly above average defender, you're probably considering his arm. So I'm saying. Well, I would just say that based off of this, he's a slightly above average defender. Well, if you're looking at just DRS and UZR, and you're not looking at OAA, then I guess he's above average. Well, I mean, if you look at all three, he's negative two OAA, four DRS, and four UZR, and then just take those. Yeah, I I completely changed my list. Uh, I I think Loriano's not. I 
Piccolario is better than Hicks, but it's he's enough nicks him up Nimo and Right, but and then also Loriano is a significantly um significantly better hitter than Nimo? No, not than Nimo. He's a significantly oh. better base runner than Nimo. And yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of the best base runners and in baseball. It, wait, all right, first of all, Nimo at nine? Nimmo's like top, I think, ten in WRC plus since. Who had who had Nimmo at nine? You had Nimmo. Who who the fuck had somebody at Nimmo at nine? I had him at eight. He He had him at eight. Eight Eight was the lowest, and then we all had him at six. But time out. That's also because I think Robert and Grisham are. I think there's a reason to see why uh, Robert. Excuse me. I don't know why I'm so convinced. But why is why why is Robert not going to be better? Why is Robert going to suck in 2021? I don't think he's going to suck in 2021. Okay. I think I had him at 12. Yeah, I, yeah, I had him at 12 because I had half at 11. I think I had him at 12 as well. When I fine-tuned my list, I had him I at 12. Was, yeah, 12 or 13. But, yeah, around there. And I, I, don't, I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing that you have him that high. I just wouldn't put him anywhere besides 10 kind of after for maybe nine i mean where you said you had him at what seven or where do you have him right uh, now i have no now i'm having at six because i bumped loriano down that's like all right well tell me i have a question how many name how many center fielder on this list are better than robert defensively how many robert. defensively robert. i don't know why list? i keep screwing up yes okay, defensively, overall, the top ten, he's better than on him. the list I don't think anybody. I mean, is anybody? No one is. Buxton, Bader, maybe. Buxton, he is, he's Buxton, a good Buxton. defender. Yeah. Bader, Bader and Buxton. Probably Bader and Buxton. Probably just Buxton. swing a lot less. Right. Oh, oh, oh wait, bet, wait. We're saying better than Robert. Yes, who's better defensively? than Robert? Defensively, on your top ten. I have Bader, um, and then arguably Bellinger. Well, are you considering defense and hitting to be the exact same? No, 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 no. But no, no, like, no. They're two different things. He's projected to have a better way to – so he, you brought this up. I actually thought – I don't know why I thought Loriano was such a good defensive player. I don't know why I never looked into it. I thought he was an amazing he, defensive he player. He is. I, he's, he's really – No, no, no. But I – no, what my perception of him was like he was an elite defender. That's oh, he's not an elite was, defender, but he's definitely yeah. a and good defender at the very yeah. least. He's oh. an above-average defender. Not elite, like but above average. average, I'd say. I mean, but he's quite a bit above average, especially if you consider his 10.3 arm – Runs. Robert had a seven outs above average, right? In a what? 16. Robert. Robert. I, I got it. I got it. Okay. Robert. 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 I'm going to say Luis. I'm just going to say Luis. Okay. You just can't back up. No. Robert had seven outs above average uh, in a in 56 games played. He's projected by any projection metric, the bat axe and steamer, to, to both to be an above, well above average hitter, better than Loriano offensively. Uh, I think he's supposed to be what? better than Kane offensively, yeah. better than Kane. I see, but Kane is also like arguably no, the best defensive center time fielder time in the league. I have Kane ahead of him. I have Kane ahead of him. I have Kane ahead of him. That's, 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 I'm more talking about Nimmo. I'm not really arguing anything else. I'm more talking about Nimmo. No. Oh, Robert, 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 Robert. You need to keep saying it. Roberts is better than Nimmo. If you think about the fact that Nimmo is probably going to regress a ton offensively at some point, he's never the only full season we've seen him have elite offense production was his 2018, right? Because 2019 he got injured, and then 2020 was a shortened season. I don't think he can sustain this performance. I think he's a good player, a very good player, and definitely a top ten center uh, center fielder. I have him at seven now that I bumped Loriano down. Yeah, but he's uh, also a Babbitt merchant. Yeah, and he's. He well, is. I don't think timeout. I think it's a lot percent of the time. He does, which no, is I, which I is which is very sustainable. But he's a bad. I think player, he's more. Aaron, so. I think he's gonna be more Aaron Hicks offensively over a full season than. Which um, is not bad because Aaron. It's not. It's, one, oh, it's and also, uh, but he shouldn't be in center field. He and they, well, they, no, there's a reason why they're looking for a center fielder. That's how. Well, that's the like the best left fielder. So, so on 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 your note with uh, Loriano and Robert, uh, Loriano is and the and I don't like projections at all. Anyways, but this is just. Just for your narrative, okay. Yeah, just for no, narrative. no, no, no. Yeah, not, not for my narrative. Hitter. It's it's because Ryan said that Ryan hitter. said that Robert was projected to be a better hitter, and that's yeah, not is. exact. Steamer yeah. has him better. Steamer uh, has Depp- the bad X. That's the bad X. The bad the bad X has bad X has, X has, has uh, wow. not great. The bat has a good lead for Loriano. I don't care about the the bat X has them at 112 and 113. That's that's the push. The bat X is not, it has some weird, it's really, I, from what I look at, I don't know what the exact R square, I'm not entirely sure what the entire, the, 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 Predictive correlation. I haven't checked the graph or anything like that. Yeah, but I think the bad X is just way less conservative. And yeah, yeah, it's just, I don't think it has the same scales as Seymour. I'm pretty sure it has. Uh, 
Pritzkin. Uh, I'm not inter- fuck. I, I don't know. I, I don't and, also, and Zips I mean, Zips likes uh, Loriano a lot more than Robert. But, but, but I don't Garth care about Alonso last year. Garth Garver. So you only care about one projection Garver. and not the other one. No, I don't Zips, really. No, I, no, no, because I, I, I know because Zips isn't as accurate as Steamer. I would care about Zips feels as accurate as Steamer, but it's not. You know what I'm saying? Like well, I none of them are really it. that accurate. No, it's they are. No, no, no. Steamer won't. <laughs> no, no, no. It's like projections are so hard to make. Yeah, no, no. no. Like, but all of them are injuries. It's it's no, impossible right. to project hitters like that. I know. Like I know. well, I'm not it's saying really which is why I don't like using them. Projections are just not. They're not my thing. Then what do you base future project? Okay, so what do you? So you never try to guess future production. You just say no. It's just obvious. No, obviously, quantifying it down to like a WAR or wave run speed plus is so hard. You can do like this guy's hitting too many fly balls or whatever. Right. Assume it's gonna go down, but it's like the how much it's gonna go down is the question. And I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm just saying because I'm trying to get as close as I can to somewhat accurately. Uh. Gage, uh, these guys' performances for the future. I don't even know if I but I probably butchered the pronunciation of Gage. Is it Gage? Yeah. It is. Yes. I, okay. Yeah. The one time you got it right. James, like, gave me a. No, I, I gave you the, I gave you the look because what you said was made no sense. But keep going. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, we know, like, okay, X Woba isn't always going to be f- perfect. It's not. It's never going to be perfect. Uh, it's never going to. Perfect project. But uh, Xwoba also isn't meant to project next year as well, but that's not why it's... Not project, it's, excuse me. It's trying, it, but it doesn't correlate with next win on pace average the way that Steamer win. Yeah, but that's, pace. it's not supposed to. That's not how it's, like, but it's not meant to do that. Say if a player over or underperformed, right? I, yeah, but it's, why did they over? I mean, it's good to see if they did, and they yeah. look for why. But then you see exactly. why, and, like, and, you like, might and, exactly. and the why, every projection system doesn't, Factor in that context that you need exactly. to look but at. No, no None of them do. Not no stats. None of them do. Yeah. Time out. Time out. The ex- expected weight on base average literally has a massive pull problem. Didi Gregorius is always going to overperform his expected weight on base average because he's. Which is the right. context that we're talking about. But we. Yeah. But that's. But that doesn't mean I can't. And none of these have that yes, context. You, you can't understand that. a flaw in a stat. You can't understand a flaw in a stat. That's literally what context is. I understand that Steamer can be uh, harsh on guys who have made transformations in 2019. Like Tim Anderson, Gio Urshela. It could be hard on guys who play in Coors Field, like Nolan Arenado and Trevor Story. Uh, the bat X can be a little too favorable to guys like Rufnet or Dole who do have who hit the ball very well, but they don't. The ball, the exit velocity they have does not uh, because at the launch angles they hit them or and other factors like that. Um, it will never ever pro- uh, con- produce good results. Um, there's flaws in every single stat, and when you understand the flaws in every single stat, you can say, "Yeah, I know Tim Anderson's." 98 but i have a little bit i think he's gonna do a little bit better than that because i know that steamers factoring is 2018 and he's clearly and he's changed something between 2018 to 2020 and while i'm not high on to manage there's definitely something there same thing with Gio Rochella. um when you understand a stat you can use a stat and understand its flaws and then say okay uh i know that this stat doesn't say this but i know that it's why it's saying this and i think it's wrong for saying this you can totally do that and use a stat there's no law ever that's ever said that you have to follow a stat fully if you like a stat that's that's never been a thing. So I understand where Steamer is can fail, and when it, when there's a player in a situation where Steamer would usually fail at uh, projecting them properly, being too low, being too high, um, I'll 100% adjust, adjust. I didn't make my list fully based on Steamer projections. I put Kane at, in the top five. Kane pr- projects. That's because little- that okay. Because it's okay. true. You made a good <laughs> for, for everybody who's listening to this. We argued about Lorenzo Kane for three hours. <laughs> because you made a good that's point. That's and that's my point. I can make differences on my list. No. The, I mean, the point was true. I mean, he was speaking. I have Buxton at 10. Buxton's higher on Steve. Buxton's not on my list. I put Bader over. But I, I, cons- I, I consider not even putting him on my list. No, Buxton's pretty terrible. Play. Jack, he doesn't play. He, he never I plays. He has to play. He, he just doesn't play. Give me someone that plays. What? What? Okay, like, my, my like what makes you more... think that Byron Buxton is going to play 70 games next year? Well, he's played, hasn't he played 80? No, I'm happen. kidding, but he, well, he's it's played. Really, a... It's really like saying, what makes you think, you know, Aaron Judge is going to play 130 games next year? What makes you think Aaron Judge will play 130 games? That's no, a great I, question. I, I, that's a great question. Well, he got the gap in his teeth fixed. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that was what was causing it. Yeah, we all know that. Yeah, yeah. And oh, also, also, so Bucks, Buxton's walk rate is very concerning. Like very, very well, concerning. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's a home run. I know. Okay, I know it was a small sample size, but he only walked 
like less than two percent of the time. Walked like two times. He walked like four times last season. He walked four times all year. That's not. You guys are very harsh. No, I think it was. I think it's three because that. No, it's four. It's four. You could be an elite hitter and not walk a lot. Look at him, Miguel Andujar. Wait, no, was it two? Elite hitter. No, he walked four times last season. Does that include postseason? Uh, wait, am I am injured. I looking at something dumb? No, oh, I am being dumb. Uh, I think he, he walked twice. He walked man. twice. He, he walked, walked twice. Th- you can count how many times on your one on your one left hand. hand. You know, you know who he walked more than? You know who he walked more than? Who walked more than? Did he walk more than Lorenzo Cain? Actually, I don't know if he yeah. did. Well, Lorenzo, Lorenzo Cain-, Cain played five <laughs> games and probably still outwalked him. No, I, I bet you if I check right now, it'll be true. I'm checking. Check. I guarantee you he walked. Lorenzo Cain walked three times. I'm telling you, he's a, he's a top five, man. No, okay. I, I'll i say this. Oh, you also, just a quick average. note. Lorenzo Cain is 53 outs above average since 2017. 53. And no one talks about him. Message trade for him. No one talks about him. He would do so perfectly in New York. I feel like he's the perfect fit. Yeah, you plug him into the Mets roster, it's perfect. I feel like the exact same thing. So does anybody have like a new, a different argument or different issue you have with somebody else's list? That you want to like really wait? Uh, where's JBJ? What? JBJ? Where's Jackson put JBJ? I put like fifteen. I didn't oh, I, oh! I thought him. you said you were gonna put him. Yeah, in I thought you were gonna. Yeah, you no, did I'm say you're gonna like put in the fifteen okay. range. Um, oh, do we want to talk about how Ian Happ and uh, and Aaron Hicks are the same player? No, we don't. We can move on. That's no, we, we can't move Honestly, on. Okay. Ian Happ and Aaron Hicks are the same player. I was right, torn between Buxton and Happ, but I picked Happ because with Happ, I at least know that the offensive production is still going to be there, even with a lack of defense. And if we want to talk about um, is picked. sample size with Happ, I would argue that well, actually, I feel like most people would agree with this. Missing games because you're in the minors is not as bad as missing games because you're injured. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's fact. Yeah, that's true. No, it doesn't always mean you suck. I mean, it, I don't know why he was even in the minors. Wait, guys, have space. Well, no, it wasn't even service time because that service time still all counts, doesn't it? No, not when you're in the minors. Not when not not when you not when you spend half of your third season in the minors. No, no, no. I think the no Chris Chris Bryant's service time kind of screwed the screwed the Cubs over more than anything, but. But he was unreal in the minors. They just refused to bring him up. It's so funny. Oh, wait. <laughs> well, yeah, because they wanted that extra year. But then, yeah. but then he would have been a free agent this year, and then you probably could have gotten a little bit of a discount to extend him. But whatever. Jay, what are your thoughts on Steamer projecting Hap to be a top ten center fielder? Um, in terms of what? Yeah. Just in general, that steamer sucked. Like Woba or I, no, no. I, it, it, I mean, it, steamers and Woba. What what no, have I not. been I, what have I been saying for the last like what week that steamer Ryan sword. became a steamer merchant about a week ago? Like a yes. merchant. You guys are killing me for using the best possible metrics I can. What are you? Can you can you mute him? I I was in the middle of talking. I'm in the middle of talking. Let me just say something. Let me. Can I? Wait, I want to say something first. Hold on. All right, go ahead. This is steamer projects that. Joe Mauer, a man who has been retired for yeah, and Ziff says okay, no, 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 plate appearance in 2021. Right. If you think that you can use a projection system that projects people to come out of retirement like it's Rob Gronkowski in NFL, I don't know if you can use that. And you're paint, and you're just like, oh well, are you okay? It has a lot of flaws. That's the problem. That. Steamer's not good. Don't wait, Tom. You're making me argue that. All right, so batting average has some flaws, but it's the best stat out there. No, no, no. Okay, time on. Batting average, <laughs> batting average, batting average champion had a 176 one so created plus in 2020. And Steamer in, didn't in project base, Mookie no, no, no. Betts having 11 in season three years ago. In on base percentage. Oh. In on base percentage. In on base percentage. The highest walk percentage, excuse me. Had a lower. No, no, no. I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle of talking. Hold on. Hold on. Ryan, stop yelling. Ryan, stop yelling. James, say your final point. Ryan, say your final point. What have I been saying for the past, like, what, week? You fucking hate Steamer. No. Steamer is you only you only use projection systems to push a narrative. That's the only reason why you should ever be using them. I can't 
tell the difference or to make another guy playing maybe, one maybe game next time podcast we'll do, an entire, we'll do an entire segment on projections because i'm sure that'd be great you know, we have we're doing one at, uh, right before the season that'll be our big season. and here's here's some here's here's some numbers for you guys i mean like about schema projections like hicks, ha- okay. hicks has a 121 wrc plus half has 117 hicks has a negative 6.6 laa 150 uh half has negative five um and in war hicks has 4.4 and half has 3.8 has per 650 bali um he actually has eight he has 850 plate appearances in the past three years which isn't even that bad half is is just a younger hicks and i want that to be honest yeah so you should trade him to the yankees for clint frazier and and hap actually do it has since 2018 when when he got sent down to, to the minors for half the season the year after when he had a 36% K rate, it's way down. And then his walk rates up. So do you think, do you think Hap next year is your best position player? No, absolutely not. You don't He's think not he can, going to be the best. Uh, Chris, Chris Bryant's better than him. Cubs. The Cubs have a I, lot better no, players. No, no, than no, I know. I'm just saying. Hot he, take. Do you think he can? I, Ian, I Happ think, is a, Ian Happ is good. I, I'm not saying he's bad. He's do you good. Think he can happen? I like no, Ian Happ a lot. I, I like him a lot, but that's a, that's a bad. Question. Honest to God, I think he could be the best pitcher on the team next year. Stand, stand your ground. Stand your ground, and say. All right. I Ian think Happen. no, no, Jack, shut up. Yet. He's saying something. Fucks are taking no. like I, I kind of like. Ian Happ will not be. Ian Happ will not be the best position player on the Cubs. I don't know why season. that was brought up anyway. I don't no, know that's why that's, that's a question. That's, that's, that's a simple question. question. Bias will be better. Question. Bryant will be better. Contreras will be no, better. Rizzo will be better. How could Bias be better if he's on the Yankees? Maybe not Contreras, but the other three definitely will be better. Celtics are so poverty. Also, Hayward might even be better. Hayward was probably better last year. So Hayward carried the team in September. How can Bias be better if he's on the Yankees? How can Bryant be better if he's on the Mets? Come on. <laughs> Both those guys okay. are getting traded. I want. Yeah, I actually want to buy is on the Yankees. I'm sure they're getting traded tomorrow. I want. I want Brian. I wanted Bryant to be traded to Toronto, but that didn't happen. Like from a baseball perspective, Toronto not from a Cubs fan perspective. They from need, a baseball perspective, I thought it would make a, way more sense than Toronto Simeon. Toronto needs all the pitching they could possibly like, get. If, if Toronto could have gotten Bryant for a decent price, it makes no sense that they got Simeon instead. For $18 Brian's worth it. They're Brian's making, on a nineteen million dollar deal, so they're Brian making the same money. Brian is significantly better, and exactly. they should have gone. It's like it's like it's like, an extra, I, like, like no. I I love Simeon, and you guys better. know this, but he's not better than Chris Bryant. Go and get. Are we Kyle done talking about the, the Cubs, or are we still? Well, well, now we're talking about no, the Blue Jack. Jays. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan brought it up. Talk about Cubs. I don't want to hear it. Okay, top ten. Let's let's round this out. The top right. 10 center fielders, according to us, tied for number nine, we have uh, Byron Buxton, who five-sevenths of his points came from Jack. Love that. <laughs> Starling Marte, okay. uh, who's also tied for ninth. At eight, we have Trent Grisham, carried by Ryan. Yes, sir. At seven, we have Aaron Hicks, carried by Jack. Sir. Yes, sir. At at what now six? At six we have Brandon Nimmo carried by Jack. Yes, sir. At no, didn't we five, all have Nimmo at six? Well, no, <laughs> no, but had Jack had him at four. Like, I punted well, we all had him at six. the rest of us have at six. I punted him because I had him at seven. So. Kane, Kane, we all had it at what five? Wow. We all had Kane at five, and so he's at I, five, except for Jack. Uh, we all had Loriano at four, so he's at four, except for I, Jack. <laughs> Uh, and then we all had Springer at three. He's three. We all had Bellinger two. He's two. And we all had Trout one. He's one. And that's pretty good. Imagine if someone put like Sam Hilliard. Mike Carp. I was tempted to put Ian Happ at uh, one. That concludes Sam the section of today's podcast. Uh, that was uh, interesting to say the least. I, I think this was uh, definitely a bit different than the other ones because I feel like our lists were relatively different. Uh, yeah, that concludes our center field lifts. List. Make sure to let us know what your top ten, t- top ten center fielders are by tweeting us at Deep Drive Pod or messaging us on Instagram at Deep Drive Pod. If you tweet at the account, you get free pot shots at Jack. So you know, go ahead and do yeah, it. Yeah, for free. Moving into the next section of today's podcast, we're going to be talking. Uh, we're doing trivia. I'm winning by a lot. Ryan's losing by a lot. 
Uh, I don't think we have to say the exact score for the for the purposes of Ryan's, you know, trying to make sure Ryan doesn't, you know, leave the podcast today. I'm fine. I'm, fine. On the tri- <laughs> I'm, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm gonna win. I'm gonna win. All right, you'll win. All right, you'll come back. Season starts now. Right. Uh, I trivia. We'll say the score at the end uh, when all the points are added up. So, James, take it away. You're the first of all. I'm gonna say the score because I feel like it It is 56 to 27. Jack is in the lead. Um, Ryan's hard question is fairly easy. I feel bad for him. Um, I'm gonna get it wrong. Our we have a theme today. Um, It's all about trades. Oh, thank God! They're gonna do pronunciations. In 1998, this is for Jack, the Mariners traded star pitcher Randy Johnson. To what team was he traded? The Arizona Diamondbacks. Wrong. What? Expos, you idiot. Fuck, also I wrong. Really what? What did he go? <laughs> you guys are so... Wait, who oh, is what? He, he, oh was traded, he was traded to Houston for... Oh, he um, stopped in Houston. He was I in Houston. Totally he he, made, a, he made 11 starts, had a 1.28 ERA in Houston, and then he signed with the Diamondbacks and won four World Series. In, or not four World Series, four Cy Youngs in a row. Four Cy Youngs in a row. Ryan, God. that was really bad. That was bad. Right. Time out, time out. I guess the Expos because I thought if it wasn't the Diamondbacks, that would be the Expos. I forgot he played I, with the Astros. I, I can't believe you guys just, like, you didn't, you, you, you didn't even think about it, and then no, just, I thought, boom, wrong answer. Right. To be fair, I thought I thought it was exposed too, though. Yeah, in two, in two thousand nine, the Yankees acquired Curtis Grand- Granderson. Who did the Tigers get in that trade? Max this Scherzer. is for Ryan. Okay, that was easy. Wait, what? I actually Don't didn't you think of that easy. Up, That's oh, yeah, an easy question. I forgot about the three-team trade. Forgot about that. Didn't they give up Ian Kennedy? <laughs> oh, I guess Jack has two 1986 trades. Maybe I'll switch them. Uh in no, no no we'll we'll do this uh jack who was the last world series mvp to be traded to that team halfway through the season or like during the season this is so obvious ryan yeah okay yes isn't that obvious i know it's really obvious yes okay of course you know it i told you david no i'm just trying to uh So it was Seeger and then Strasburg and then who the fuck was the, the 2018? Who won in 2018? I forgot who won 2018. The Yankees did. Okay, that makes sense. 2017? No. 2016? No. 2015? Was it Zobris? No, it was not. 2013 was... Fuck, I forgot. I don't even know. So I'm just going to say it was Ben Zobrist. You're wrong. Was it Pierce? Yeah. Let's it go! was Pierce! You forgot that Pierce killed everyone? I forgot that Pierce won. I thought it was like fucking... I forgot who won. Oh, it's so Dude, bad. That's unfortunate. Fuck you, Jackson. so underwhelming on the surface, but the two guys they got were like overperformed out of their shoes and were the boost. I'm in Red Sox. Except, except we traded for Ian Kinsler. Uh, yeah, why? I don't know. Did, for Ty Butcher. Yeah, we got evolving right, for right, Jalen right. Uh So, Ryan, you're now doing things, which is not great for me. Okay, go, go. Uh, Wait, so sh- it is, what, 56 to 30 now? Let's yeah. go. Money moves to Ryan. Um, in 1986, the Oakland Athletics acquired this pitch- pitcher from the Philadelphia Phillies. He would go on to finish top four in Cy Young voting for the next four seasons. Who was it? This is tough because I really don't know who it is. Because I, I think I know the answer to this one actually. I don't remember them as the Philly. That's the issue. And I know it's not. I know it's not. Uh, it's Schilling was not was a Philly way later, so it can't be him. Never was the A's. Um, hmm. Top four, you say, right? Yeah, and top eight, four in Cy Young voting four years in a row. No, did yeah, he ever exactly. win one? Maybe. Uh, was it Eckersley? What? You said a guy who's on the A's. I, I don't know. I really don't know. I, I genuinely don't know. You're wrong. I am wrong. I'm not. How, I how's that? Yeah, I completely forgot. It, um, Vita Blue was way earlier. Catfish Hunter was way earlier. Because um, when you said from the Phillies, that throws me off. Because I probably remember them as an A, but do not remember them as a Philly. I didn't know this guy was a Philly. 
Yeah, that's the thing. I, I remember Is that your guess? Yeah. No. Who was it? David, do you know? I, I mean, I'll give him a chance to guess if you want to. Can you repeat the question? In 1986, the Oakland Athletics acquired this pitcher from the Philadelphia Phillies. He had gone to win, uh, not win, finish top four in Cy Young voting for the next four seasons. Who was it? Was it Zito? In 86? Oh, you're right. 19, yeah. 1986, and it was the A's and the Phillies? Zito was a giant, too. I remember. All right. I'll give you guys a – I mean, you guys all already got it wrong. Uh, hint, he won the World Series MVP in 1989 with the A's. Um, I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. Dave Stewart. I would not. Dave Stewart, I would have never. He said a pitcher, right? Yeah, he was a pitcher. I like how I didn't get a guess, but he told oh, me. I would not have guessed Dave Stewart. I, I completely Yeah, because I was getting sick of you, like, wasting my time. Oh, okay. Wow, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Anyway. So we're, what, we got Ryan or Jack now? Me. Uh, I stole Jack, so it's Jack. In 1986, here's your, here's your other 1986 question. The Cubs traded Bill Buckner to Boston. Does that ring a bell with you, Jackson? Uh, what future hall of fame? What hall of famer? Future hall of famer was he traded for? I don't fucking know. It's a hall of famer. Yeah, I don't know. From Boston to Chicago, 1986, hall of famer. Boston, for Bill Buckner. Chicago, the White Sox, or you said Cubs? Um, the Cubs. I I really have no idea here. I'm just gonna say. I think I know this. If either I'm gonna say like Bruce Suter. No. Um. Okay. I I have a guess. So make your guess. If you have a guess, guess. Shut. Go. Okay. Uh, this guy was abducted recently, right? Because I think I know who it is. Maybe. Was it Lee Smith? No, it was a different reliever that you actually answered for last question. Dennis Eckersley. Holly Fingers? No, it's Dennis Eckersley. It's Eckersley. played for the the Cubs? Cubs? Yeah, Yeah, he was he was a starter and he was very bad. Actually, I know he started with the White Sox. I didn't know he was a starter with the Cubs. He actually he actually never played for the White Sox. That's very nice. Anyways. I think we supposed to do that. How many more questions? I think we're on our last one. Here's the last one. In nineteen ninety-three, the Braves traded for this star first baseman in the middle of the pennant race. Oh, McGriff. Was that that easy? That was way yes. too easy. Do you guys never, okay. you never watched a documentary on that? No, I haven't. I didn't watch but, this. Whatever. Right? But, but uh, your question was fairly easy, too. Hall of Famer. It should have been pretty easy. But He's not a Hall of I didn't know I actually put the White Sox, so. Anyways, well, he never did. Uh, oh, you're talking about that question, not McGriff. Okay, that's what I mean. Anyways, that concludes the section of it's trivia. It's 56 to 35. I'm still winning by a lot. Oh, it's over? Fine. But that's uh, it. Uh, I've reduced the lead to 21. Uh, I'm a goat. I'm a goat. <laughs> that concludes today's episode of the Deep Driving the Left Field podcast. If you like today's podcast, give us a five-star rating. Make sure to share this podcast for everybody you know. Uh, make sure to check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Deep Drive Pod. Thanks to David at The Razor on Twitter uh, and at NFL Nerds on, at NFL.Nerds on Instagram for joining us today. Go give him a follow. Uh, it's been a Deep Drive the Left Field by Castiano, and we will see you in episode 11. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.